She worked her way through a cheap pack of cigarettes Hard liquor mixed with a bit of intellect And all the boys, they were saying they were into it Such a pretty face on a pretty next is driving me crazy But I'm into it, but I'm into it I'm kinda into it, it's getting crazy I think I'm losing it, I think I'm losing it Guys, welcome up for a new and first episode of Univa Emo Podcast, the one and the only podcast made to inform you all. Today, we're talking on a deep looking relation because we found out it's a very interesting and interesting them the to the earliest times. Humanity has been one of the most. Therefore, nowadays, there are more people than living in other countries without nationality. For this talk, we have a such great partners. Please give applause to Luz Carrillo. Hi, Mafur. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for the invitation. I'm glad to see you. Thank you for coming. Also, we have a great partner and my best friend, Dario Aldana. Thank you, Mafur. It's pleasant to have this talk with such great friends. And last but not least, let's give the welcome to Gabriela Baza. Hi, everyone. Thank you for inviting me. It feels so good to be here. 
To start this talk, let's define what migration is. Migration is the physical movement of people from one place to another. It may be over long distance, such as moving from one country to another, and can occur as individuals, family units, or large groups. What do you guys think this happens? There are many reasons why migrants occur. Extreme weather, lack of economy or social opportunities, lack of safety. Don't forget about weather healthcare, equality, and weather political conditions. Right, migration is a chance for some people to get opportunities for a better life, but the process of traveling to a new place is difficult and it has consequences such as discrimination. Yeah, I had watched a lot of videos on YouTube of people being discriminated only for being migrators and it's depressive because they don't do anything wrong. An example of migration could be World War II migration. Between 1939 and 1945, the Nazis displaced 12 million European Jewish communities. Polish, Russian, French, Belgian, Dutch, among others. To do forced labor in concentration camps in Germany, and at least half of them died in those camps. Thousands of Jews emigrated from the USSR, Poland, Germany, and Austria, part of America, in an attempt to save their lives. The war ended with the fall of the Nazis and the surrender of Japan on September 2, 1945. Records documented a total of 30 million displaced people. This demonstrates that migration could be the only way to people to survive, and we have to understand this. Another example would us to be this one. The Colombian immigrants bound for Venezuela. The immigration process began in 1950 and had a very intense stage in the 1970s with the oil boom. And then internal war that forced millions of Colombians to immigrate for their country due to the difficult economic and social and policy. According to the records of the time, about 5.6 million Colombian immigrants were nationalized in Venezuela. Good example, years. However, do you know there are many types of migration? The most common is external migration, moving to a different state, country, or continent. There is also immigration that means leaving one country to move to another, and least immigration, moving into a new country, and there's a, there is another one, there is return migration, moving back to where you come from. I didn't know that. I thought there was only one type. I wonder if people who practice return migration do it happily or they regret it. Because if I was them, I think I would regret coming back after living. However, I like the fact that there are ways for people to escape from wars and deplorable life conditions. Migration also ha can have advantage and disadvantage. For example, an advantage is that it can lead to an increase in the GPD growth rate in the countries of destination the increase in the wage of migrants, and the expansion of the indirect benefits of remittances from the countries of origin. And the disadvantages are the loss of population can reduce the productive potential of the communities of origin, since their departure, temporary or permanent, 
It generates a short, a short age of labor in certain sectors or specific industries, and therefore tends to discourage economic growth. It also affects culture and diversity. Culture is the shared beliefs, values, and traditions of a demographic. This also extends to food, music, religion, art, dress, and language. There are many different cultures across the world. And through migration, most fundamentally, international migration cultures can be shared and brought to new places. Assimilation is the integration of migrants into their host country. This occurs naturally at different rates and over a long period of time. Assimilation rates are affected by many different factors, such as the level of similarity between migrants and local people, or perhaps the existence of tensions between migrants and local groups. Let's hear this interview about a recent immigrant. Good morning. Thank you for enjoying us today. Could you please introduce yourself? Good morning. My name is Maria Lopez. I'm originally from Mexico, and I recently immigrated to the United States. Sorry for my English. Oh, don't worry. It's great to have you here, Maria. Can you tell us about your reason for migration to the United States? Certainly. One of the main reasons I decided to immigrate was to pursue better opportunities for myself and my family. I was seeking a stable job access to quality education, and an overall improved standard of living. The United States has a reputation for providing such opportunities, which drew me here. That's, that's understandable. Could you share with us some of the challenges you face off during the immigration process? Absolutely. The immigration process itself was quite challenging. There was a lot of paperwork and bureaucratic procedures involved which can be overwhelming. Additionally, adapting to a new culture and learning a new language has been a significant hurdle. Finding employment without prior local experience was also difficult. It's not like you face several obstacles. How did you overcome them? It wasn't easy, but I was determined to make the most of my life in the United States. I sought assistance from local immigrant support organizations, which provide valuable guidance on navigating the immigration process and connecting me with resources. I also enrolled in English language classes to improve my language skills, which helped me become more independent. Networking and building connections within the community were crucial in finding employment opportunities. That's combo. Maria, now that you've been in the United States for some time, what positive experience or achievement have you have since immigration? There have been many positive experiences. One of the biggest achievements for me was securing a stable job in my field of expertise. It allowed me to support my family and contribute to my community. I've also made some wonderful friends and built a strong support system which has made the transition easier. Overall, I feel proud of how far I've come and the opportunities that I have been able to access. That's wonderful to hear, Maria. Lastly, 
What advice would you give to individuals who are considering immigration to another country? My advice would be to probably research and understand the immigration process of the country you plan to move to. Seek guidance from professional, professional sorry, or organizations that specialize in immigration support. It's also important to be prepared for challenge and setbacks along the way. Embrace the opportunities for personal and professional growth. Be open-minded and willing to adapt to a new culture. Building a network and connecting with people who have gone through a similar experience can provide valuable support and guidance. Thank you, Maria, for sharing your experience and insights with us. We appreciate your time and we wish you continued success in your new life in the United States. Thank you. It was my pleasure to share my journey. I hope can, I can inspire others who are considering immigration. Thank you for having me. Now we have another person who wants to tell us his story. And his name is Juan Lopez. Juan, it's an honor to have you here. Thank you, it's an honor to be here. Juan, could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and what led you to embark on this journey as a migrant? Of course, I am originally from small town in Central America. I come from a humble family and we struggle to make ends meet. Life became increasingly difficult due to violence, poverty and lack of opportunities. I had dreams and ambitions, but they seemed untainable in my hometown. So I made a tough decision to leave everything behind and seek a better life elsewhere. That must have been a difficult choice to make. Can you describe what your journey was like? It was an incredibly challenging journey, both physically and emotionally. I had to navigate dangerous terrains, face treacherous borders, and put my life at risk. There were times when I didn't know I would make it to the next day. The fear of being cast or mistreated was always present. It's an experience that changes you, that tests your resilience and determination. It sounds incredible. But how did you cope with the difficulties along the way? There were moments when I felt overwhelmed but I drew strength from the hope of a better future. I met fellow migrants who became like family to me. We supported and encouraged each other. And then were kind-hearted individuals along the way who offered us help and showed compassion. Their act of kindness remind me that there is goodness in the world, even in the midst of such hardship. That's beautiful. Can you share a particular moment or encounter that had a profound impact on you? There was a woman, Rosa, who ran a small shelter for immigrants in one of the towns I passed through. She treated us with such kindness and dignity, providing us with food, shelter and support. She had seen countless people like me, facing similar struggles, but she never lost her compassion. Her selflessness made me realize that there are people who genuinely care about others, regardless of their circumstances. 
It's incredible how a single act of kindness make a, a lasting impact. Now, Juan, since arriving at your destination, what challenges have you faced as an immigrant? The challenges didn't end when I reached my destination. I had to adapt to a new culture, learn a new language, and find a way to support myself. There were times when I faced discrimination and pre prejudice. People often had misconceptions about migrants, seeing us as a burden rather than the individuals with dreams and aspirations. It was this hurting, but I remained determined to prove them wrong. That determination is admirable. Juan, how was your experience as a migrant shaped your perspective on life? It has given me a profound appreciation for the opportunities I have been granted and the resilience of the human spirit. I have learned that the pursuit of a better life is a universal aspiration. We all want safety, security, and a chance to make our dreams a reality. My experience has taught me the importance of empathy, compassion, and standing up for those who are marginalized and voiceless. Your story is incredible and inspiring. Juan, what message would you like to share with our listeners? I want to emphasize that migrants are more than just statics or headlines. We are individuals with unique stories and dreams. It's important to approach the topic with empathy and understanding. Thank you, it was an honor. Thank you to you. In conclusion, migration has always been a social, cultural, and political problem. That's why people always go to another place in search of new opportunities. Migration can be of various types. It is worth mentioning that those in extreme poverty is the main factor. Also, if the country where they live is at war, and another country keeps on asylum, this is known as political asylum since the displacement of people. They are not on their own and the country itself take, takes them out of their home. Many times it is better for people to leave their country. This is the end. Thank you so much for our listeners to share this podcast with us. We are hoping seeing you to It's like strawberries on a summer evening And it sounds just like a song I want more berries and that summer feeling It's so wonderful and warm Breathe me in, breathe me out I don't Sugar high, what a new sugar high, what a new sugar high.
on a summer evening And it sounds just like a song I want your belly And that summer feeling I don't know if I could ever go without Water, moon, sugar, honey 